This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Yeah, we got the Masters right around the corner, but we're still going to have golf. Uh, this weekend, and with this tournament, it seems like you might have some betting opportunities. It shows Drowski and Ryan Horvat at BetQL Daily on Twitter here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the BetQL Audio Network. Let's bring in our friend Jeff Feinberg at G Feinberg 17 Mayo Media Network. And you also see his work over at Odds Checker. Uh, no Texas Open last year. Uh, Jeff, if... Um, Jordan Spieth is being honest. You do you think he really wants to be here this weekend, or is it just it's the event where they pressure him to go every time? Um, you know, I would say for a player like Jordan, does he want to be here in a perfect world? No, but when you haven't won in four years, I think you've <laughs> got to take advantage of real opportunities that present themselves. So here we are. Jeff, who are your favorite, or who actually we'll start out? Who is your sleeper this weekend? You know, who is the sleeper pick that you're finding most value in? Uh, you know, going farther down the board for me uh, this week, it's guys like Aaron Wise. Uh, Aaron was second place at the Honda. Aaron uh, has won the Byron Nelson, an event in Texas before. He's one of the best drivers in this field, driving distance is something that historically has played an important role. If you're ever going to win an event, Kevin Chappell and Corey Connors have won this event before. Two guys that anytime you bet them, you're praying to the putt luck, putt, putt luck, wow, the putt luck gods. So this event has been kind to, you know, poor putters in the past, be it a Brendan Steele uh, type, as I mentioned, Chappell and... Uh, Chapel, Landry, a lot of uh, Corey Connors, a lot of bad putters have won here. So Aaron Wise at the back of the pack is someone that, that has my eye this week. Uh, Jeff, you kind of hit on it uh, when you talked about Jordan Spieth and some of the names that you threw out there. Um, just because it's such a weaker field, a lot of the top dogs are like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested in participating at the Texas Open here. And, you know, after you get past these top five names, your average golf fan may not know a lot about many of these golfers. Is this uh, is this a weekend that you're really focusing in on those longer shots since it's weak at the top? And in recent years, we've seen, like you mentioned, Connors, 175, Landry, 200, couple guys fresh off, off the web tour. People didn't know him and, and you had a monster number. Yeah. I would say for me, that was definitely the plan coming into the week. There was sort of this like 40 to 80 to one range that I was really planning on attacking. The only bet under 30 to one that, that even somewhat had my attention was Abe answer. And then as it happened earlier this year, Dustin Johnson withdraws Monday afternoon. And I like panic bet Joe, like 
I even wore my master's hoodie on my podcast record this week to like keep your composure, Feinberg. The masters are next week. You know, mm-hmm. we'll throw some fun darts this week. And then DJ withdraws the books, you know, it's golf. It, it takes them a, quite a while to notice, to be perfectly honest. And there was just, I couldn't resist. I bet Tony Finau at like 18 to one. I bet Abe answer at 27 to one. So that limited how much farther back or how many bodies on the card I was really willing to go to. Uh, and in the end, I'll probably regret it um, because I do like a lot of guys farther down the board this week. And Jeff, if I don't want to play an outright or if somebody doesn't want to play an outright but still wants to uh, have some action this weekend and get involved, do you see any value in any of the matchups? Like, for example, like we keep talking about Jordan Spieth, maybe you don't want to play him to win the tournament, but maybe you want to play him in a matchup against somebody like Ryan Palmer, who's missed his last two cuts at TPC San Antonio, whereas Jordan Spieth all of a sudden is consistent in playing some really good golf. Any matchups you like? Uh, there's a few guys that I do like in a lot of matchups. I, 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 Brendan Steele is a player who I have in a consortium of matchups this week, be it against um, Zach Johnson. I have one of them against uh, Tringali. There are a bunch of them. He was one here before Steele is such an incredible ball striker where you almost don't even mind uh, the bad putting performances that, that, as I mentioned, do lead to winners here uh, in placings. You know, Chris Kirk has literally placed top 20 in almost every event this year. The only one he didn't was the players where he went off on Sunday in like 10th place. His ball striking is phenomenal. I expect him to have a good run this week. So he's a guy um, that I was looking at for, for top 20s or even getting fancier with top 10s. And uh, going farther down the card, Harry Higgs, Sam Ryder, lots of intriguing mm-hmm. options on players that I'm looking at. You know, Ryder finished second in Putacana last week, eighth at the Honda in tough, windy conditions. I think a place like this could set up for him. It's sneaky hard here. Uh, it's the second smallest greens outside of Riviera, and there's only three holes with water, but we get a ton of huge numbers here. So these guys can get bit pretty good, surprisingly enough, at a course that, that you wouldn't know, wouldn't be known for such teeth. Uh, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvath. This is BetQL Daily. Our guest, Jeff Feinberg at G Feinberg 17, Mayo Media Network, talking about uh, the golf here. And Jeff, I know you already have some bets in for the Masters, but... If you were advising some people that have not jumped in yet, is is there a golfer or two that you would tell them to bet right now? Maybe they're going to participate this weekend, have good performance, you'll lose a number. Or sometimes w- when you get to these majors, you wake up on Monday, the week of uh, just a few days away, and then numbers just go because they are bet to hell. Uh, is there and a golfer or two that you would suggest people to grab the number right now before it's gone? I don't. I think it would have someone would have to do something incredible for their number really to shrink before the books kind of readjust. Joe on Monday morning. That's in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I would say of the you know thirty forty players with a legitimate pulse to win. I couldn't see more than three three guys having their odds shortened because they do get some public sentiment. My, my futures card isn't what it is this year. I've been very cautious and trying to make moves. 
I do believe there is going to be a lane, though, in that like 25 to 50 to 1 range that I am like starting almost this morning, really starting to attack, doing some research. And two guys that have caught my eye at the moment with some attractive numbers out there are Daniel Berger at 40 to 1 and Sanjay M at 50 to 1. Um, I haven't pulled the trigger yet. But those are guys that I am certainly staring at very hard today. I think a lot of numbers will get better. Gambling is is becoming a much more competitive industry. The Masters is such a mainstream event. I think there's going to be a lot of competition for our dollars. A lot of books looking, you know, to with best offer promotions or best price promotions or or each way placings, to, you know, extra than we would normally get for another week. So I'm not really in a rush to make a bet at the moment, but the books will leave them up there. If you want to, if you want an early taste, they're there to be had. Certainly. Jeff, is there anybody right now that, you know, the public and everybody is just going to love that you are going to stay away from because a couple of weeks back we had John and I know Rory was having a rough day. We kind of talked about him. Anybody that's just an auto fade for you in the masters coming up. Oh, I don't want to have to say it, but I'm going to say it. It's going to be Jordan Spieth for me, guys. Yeah, uh, I knew it. From a betting perspective, he's now, he's now, you've got to pay a super elite price for a guy that hasn't won in four years. From a DraftKings perspective, it's going to be a super elite. If I can get like nice plus money on guys like Shoffley and Cantley versus Spieth and like matchups next week, I mean, he's dangerous to pick on. Sure, he could win it, but yeah, but to me, there's just tremendous value. I, I've put out a couple videos that, that, that people can old takes expose me, but but I if I could afford it, I would be tempted to book Jordan Spieth's outright win numbers as of next week, like as of Monday morning, because I do expect him to have a great week at the Valero Texas Open. There's no reason mm-hmm. he shouldn't, but... For him to be priced along some of those guys at the Masters, I know he's had great success there, but I'm not. I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm not there. Yeah, gotcha. There's just a taste of the Masters as we get set for next week. Uh, Jeff Feinberg at G Feinberg 17 Mayo Media Network. Uh, Jeff, appreciate the time as always. Uh, we'll talk next week. All right. Yeah, and I will say my two favorite bets for Texas are Abe yeah. Answer and Cameron Davis. Okay. Answer and Cam Davis. Got it. Uh, There's Jeff Feinberg. If you want to get involved uh, this week and certainly understand it for some people that really want to save up because they go nuts. Masters week happens once a year, even though it was just a matter of months ago. I know it feels like we just had the Masters a couple weeks ago, man. And I am so excited. I like playing the matchups. Not quite sure who I'm looking at right now as far as outrights. I also like Daniel Berger a lot, though. That's um, one of the interesting angles for the Masters is the people are going to remember what they just saw when we had the Masters in November. Right. And I think there are going to be a lot of people that put way too much into it. Like you've got to understand the conditions at Augusta in early April versus November play very, very differently. So some names that pop in November, maybe not the best names to be to be betting too much on. Uh, this time around maybe maybe you don't want them in every matchup but uh we'll, we'll break that down all of next week i can't wait man no i'm jacked as well man i'm so excited we got opening day we got the masters we still got the final four 
full NBA card. Anything now? Is there anything that you really, really like as far as the Masters that you've been keeping your well, eye? On? I think his burger play of forty to one is pretty strong. I know. I don't have an issue with that at all. No, I, I mean I'm right there. Do you now? Are there trends that you follow like course history? Does anything actually matter, or is it just course, like course history matters here more than any course that you're going to see all year? And, yeah, and the reason that Jeff said is the list of 30 to 40 guys, it's because, yeah, we, we know the list. We know the list of guys that can win. It's not going to be first timers. It's guys that have played well there in the past. We know the list. It's just it's just a matter of picking the the right person. Well, and it's like you said, though, like and it's different this year, obviously, more than any year in, you know, Masters history, because it's so fresh in our memory. We just had this. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I, I feel like. It's gonna be tough. I'm I'm Jack, man. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, Jeff's not alone on Sunjay either. There's a lot of people. Uh, as far as betting strategy for the Texas Open, the mentality that he had before he started to react to the DJ news, yeah, is what is where I'm at. I'm just looking at some bombs, and maybe none of them hit. Maybe it's gonna be someone top five on the board, but uh, that that's where I'm going. Well, it's like you said, I mean, this is the weekend to take some shots. I almost wish that we had some more guys playing this weekend just to kind of get a look, but obviously a bunch of guys are going to get some rest. So yeah, nothing I love as far as, you know, this weekend, I'd probably look at matchups rather than play some outrights though, just because I have no clue going into this weekend, what's going to happen. Are you going to bet it? You don't have to bet it. No, let's be honest. It's a crap tournament. It's it kind of stinks, but it doesn't mean you can't bet it. That's why we have Jeff on and we got to talk masters with him. But I, I think most people um, are probably going to step away and there might be some people that just save their funds for the masters. They're like, you know what? I'm going to focus on this. This is, this seems like more of a crapshoot than anything. Yeah. I mean, I really do like the cam Davis play, especially if you could get cam Davis, like 45 to one Cameron champ. I like as well, but I'd probably look at matchups. Like this is, you know, late lately, really, the last couple of weeks, I really haven't been playing a whole lot of outrights. But what happens is I wake up on Saturday, I wake up on Sunday, and there's been more matchups that I've liked. And so, you know, yeah. going into Masters week, yeah. I'll have those matchups on Tuesday, on Wednesday. But, you know, as far as like some of these smaller tournaments, I really just like to wait until Saturday, wait until Sunday, and then have a play on it. That's Ryan Horvath. I'm Joe Ostrowski. Don't forget to download the free Odyssey app today. If you uh, didn't have the radio.com app, it automatically updated to Odyssey. At least it did on both of our phones today. But if you didn't have the radio.com, make sure you have the Odyssey app. You can uh, watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast. And you can also watch and listen to the show live weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. I was on it uh, yesterday. You can set reminders. It's perfect. If you're at the office, it pops up uh, when the show starts every day. You get three hours of sports betting content right here on the BetQL Audio Network.